Hello, here we are. We're instigating all kinds of women and friends today. And actually, we are rewinding a little bit some topics that Liz and I started several years ago during the pandemic about loss of control, um, about loss in general. And, you know, even though we all feel like we've come out of the pandemic or are currently still on that edge, there's still a lot of loss. Um, right now with the recession, there are loss of jobs, um, still a lot of loss of control. And then many of you know that as Liz and I started this, um, her mom came to live with her family and she's been going through that journey of her mom's progressive dementia for the last several years. And there's a new loss, uh, to reconcile. Yeah. You know, we've all experienced losses, whether it's personal family or professional, um, so we wanted to circle back and, and touch on that to make sure you all know you're not alone, uh, with whatever loss you may be experiencing. And we hope that you can learn a little bit from our rewinds and, and retelling of, of the tips, tricks, lessons that we've learned and, and honestly, the struggles that we've had. So Liz, would you like to start? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so as you said, I'm navigating the loss of um, my mom, and um, it's my first loss of a parent, and um, it's still very fresh, and it's only been a month, um, so I would say I'm definitely in the process, um, and it feels really, feels messy. Um, I think the best um, analogy that has been shared with me that's resonated is this sense of, um, being at sea and sometimes the waters are relatively calm and, um, I can navigate them and other times, and it will just come upon me a wave of, um, of grief. And, um, so yeah, so, being in an ocean is, is really what it feels like to me. Um, I guess the first thing that I feel really grateful to have while I'm in the ocean right now is, um, a really great counselor. Um, so I've definitely upped my, my sessions. We meet every week now. Um, and one of the things that she, um, has advised me is to let, let it unfold, which sucks because we don't like to be in pain, but to, um, to, if I don't submit that I will, um, it won't go away. And so, you know, I think we've all heard that saying the only way out is through. And, um, she keeps reminding me of that. But she said, you know, when you're feeling particularly tossed by your feelings and, and it feels too much, you know, you've been in your feelings too much. She recommended going into my um, intellectual mind to try to give myself a break. And so an example of that would be reminding myself um, if I'm feeling like regret or guilt for things that I didn't do or things I didn't say or things I could have done better um, in the end or along the way 
um, to remind myself that in my case, you know, my mom was incredibly loving and forgiving. And so to think about the fact that whatever I did or didn't do that I'm lamenting, she would forgive me immediately if she knew that I was beating myself up over it. So that's been really helpful. But, and that also gets me into my thinking mind versus my feeling, my feeling mind. Um, I think another thing that I've learned mostly from my friends, including yourselves, is that when somebody is experiencing loss, whatever that loss is, it could be a divorce or death, um, or loss of a job you mentioned, right? Um, right now the economy is really unpredictable is that you're never gonna say the right thing to alleviate the person's suffering. So just show up, just show up and don't think you know what somebody's going through. Don't tell somebody, oh, when that happened to me, blah, 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 right? Because that then shifts it, the story to us instead of the person we're trying to show up for. And the final thing I will say is that it's really inconvenient to be parenting teenagers <laughs> when I'm experiencing the loss of a parent. That timing is just really bad, guys, because whenever my kids are doing what may be age appropriate nonsense, I just look at them right now and I'm like, can you just sort yourselves out? Because I am motherless. And I am over here trying to parent myself. I cannot be bothered right now to deal with your tomfoolery, um, except for I want to use a stronger word than that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, and and to that effect, you know, you're going to have all kinds of weird thoughts and and feelings and the last thing that my um, wonderful counselor said to me was you are your own parent now and you can be gentle with yourself mm -hmm. so be that be gentle with yourself absolutely yeah. and i have a feeling kate will want to touch on that before she yeah. does, I'd like to mention, I heard uh, saying yesterday that was new to me and it's, you have to feel to heal. Mm -hmm. And I did not feel when my mom died, I did not cry at her funeral and I spoke at her funeral and that may sound cold hearted and insensitive, but it was because I was so happy for her that she was actually in a much better place. As corny as it sounds, I was really, truly convinced. But what I have found out now after all these years is um, I never allowed myself to feel what it was like to grow up as a child in that kind of household mm -hmm. with all that kind of chaos and crazy and actually having to grow up almost being the parent to my mom. And so I am learning how to feel the feels in my body and I've never before. 
And just really beginning to understand there is no feeling or emotion that's bad. There really isn't. They're all here for good reason. And sadness um, really just helps us slow down for a moment and focus on us and, and be more present in the present moment. There also is a lot of buried anger, honestly, and everyone thinks anger is so bad and horrible and we're embarrassed to ever be angry, but I'm learning, you know, anger helps us create boundaries and boundaries are critically important for all of us. So when I get angry about what might've happened or what might maybe didn't happen, or even how I'm showing up without a mom some days, usually it's because I'm stressed and I'm tired or somebody's tripping over some boundaries that I've set. And I, I need to either rethink the boundaries and be careful with them to communicate them, or I need to reassess, you know, are, are my boundaries too strict or that they're too out, out there and, and, and all that stuff. So I think the feels and the stuff going on in the body is really important to take notice of and just ask, you know, what am I trying, what am I supposed to learn from this? Mm-hmm. Kate, you're the self-compassion expert at this point. So my mom died six years ago and my father died by suicide um, when I was 12. And I only mentioned that because um, I was, in, you know, I, I lost a parent early on and it, and it shifted my relationship with death. Um, death became a choice. It became something that I wasn't afraid of because, you know, when you process it so young um, or when you're, when you're not even when you process it, because I don't know that I did at the time. Um, but when you're confronted with it so young, I think your relationship with it is very interesting. I'm not afraid to die, um, which always concerns my husband because he's deathly afraid of dying. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I think about death in a very different way. Um, my mother died from lung cancer and she died in my home. So Liz, I feel where you're where you're coming from um and your little nugget about her forgiving you um that's i'm going to sit with that today because there is always the things that you could have would have should have done um i thought uh stage four lung cancer was going to be beaten by my mother i bought her a puppy um i didn't take time off of work because I was like, well, I'll do so when she's really sick. Um, and she went into hospice and seven days later it was gone. Um, so there's this, for me, there's this, I, I continue to process it. Um, there will be times when something either amazing or truly awful will happen. And I will think, oh, I'm going to, oh, I can't call my mom. And so that's, that's all that's been something for the last six years that has been really uh like lingering or i'll see a hummingbird and it will remind me of her um so there's things like that 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 just will catch you um after you lose your mom that or dad if you were really close to them where you know you you just 
are sitting there living your ever loving life and all of a sudden you know wave of grief will come over or um, there will be a reminder or there will be something that you want to share or there will be like oh my mom would have loved it here um, I'm in Hawaii which is one of my mom's favorite places and where we probably illegally spread her ashes um, uh, a few years ago and um, you know there are things that remind me of her um, and for the most part those are really good memories they're really good um, you know they're they're sweet lingering melancholy um tastes that come into life um from a compassionate point of view grief is suffering and acknowledging that this is a moment of suffering and acknowledging that there are not just the two of us or three of us who have gone through this, but a lot of people who have gone, have gone through this. And it's a part of being, you know, part of common humanity that people lose things. Um, and getting back into talking to yourself as you would a good friend, what would you say? So when those regrets or those what it could have should has come up, you know, that is suffering. The loss is suffering in and of itself. And thinking about, you know, how you can soothe yourself and get yourself into that soothing, uh, soothe system where you feel protected and trustworthy and trusting. Um, and the oxytocin can flood into your body. Um, that's my little tidbit for how to deal with grief. Um, and again, what resists persists. So, you know, feel the feels so that you can start to, you know, process through it. I am not making this up. A hummingbird just came <laughs> to the window and filled the hummingbird feeders this weekend. <laughs> hummingbird just, just while you were talking. Well, that is really sweet. <laughs> gave me, it's giving me goosebumps. Wow. She's always there. <laughs> I hate all other kinds of birds, by the way. <laughs> Just birds. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me that image of the um, Ma Fratelli in the Goonies where she's like, kids suck. Except for I was imagining you going, birds suck. Except for hummingbirds. <laughs> ah, thank you, my friends. I hope this helps somebody. Me too. Me too. Thank you, Liz, for your insights, your vulnerability, your authenticity, always your courage to talk about this today. I, it will help. It's helped me. It's helped me. Too. Me too.